We continue by Ezra Hashemiz Baruch, a series of Shiurim on Gershon is Gaik Katan Shanai Ladami. One of the questions that the Paiskim discuss in the context of Gershon is Gaik Katan Shanai Ladami is that we know, as far as Hilchus Yichud is concerned, there is no Yichud between parents and their children, between a mother and a son, between a father and a daughter. And the question that comes up is, if there's a family that was misguided together, father, mother, children, and as we've been discussing, as our Gemara teaches us, the question is, is there now an Isayichud? Because halachically, they're not considered related. Ramosha discusses this question in Igris Moshe, Evan Ezer, Chelek Dalit, Evan Ezer, Simon, Samach Dalit. And Ramosha says that the reason that there is no Isayichid between a parent and a child is because there is no Yetzahara, there is no desire in a relationship between a parent and a child. And he says that that fact has nothing to, that's a biological fact. It's not a halachic fact. And therefore, since it's a biological fact, in fact, he brings a very nice raya. We all know, we all remember the parish and the Torah between Ammon and Moev where the daughters of Light had to convince had were convinced that they were the only people left in the world, and therefore they should have children from their father, but they were only able to get their father to have relations with them by intoxicating him, because otherwise it would never happen that a there should be the ability to have relations between a parent and a child, and therefore says Ramosha. Here too, even though, as we be learning, we've been learning Kershon is Gair Kekotten Shenoila Dami. The Hakadosh Baruch Hu Ramosh says, put into the nature, into the human nature, that there should be no desire between parents and children, and vice versa, and therefore there is no Isayichud, says Ramosh, between. And even amongst Gaelic. However, I did see that the Shailz Chuvis Betzela Chokma in Chelik Dalid Simon Yudalid discusses their this Shaila as well. He has a discussion which is actually relevant to our Gemara. He wants to say that there may be a difference in a Geiris between a Geiris that was done totally voluntarily versus a Geiris that was done beoynus, that wasn't done totally voluntarily. In other words, he says, in a situation where um, parents and their minor children 
were miskayer, there the halacha may be that there is no that the, the concept of gerish and miskayer is not applicable. He actually quotes it from the Ktsois. He says that what's the Raya? He says that we find that Yaakov married two sisters and other situations, all of those, he says, were geiris that were not the type of geiris that we have as manazeh. And similarly, a geiris of a cotton is not considered a situation of a cotton shenoi ladami. He wants to say such a svara. But Lamaisa, he concludes that the hal- and therefore the halacha will be that such a geiris they will still remain related. He says that's not the halacha. We consider all gerim, gerishin is gayak, kakotin shenoi ladami. He ever does say that if we have a ger who was conceived, this ger was conceived by his parents when they were still not gerim. But by the time he was born, they were Jewish. On such an individual, we won't say gerishin is gayak, and therefore, such a child is considered a full-fledged Jew, and we have no concern for Hilchus Yichud. However, says the B'Tselech Chachma, in a situation where they all became Geirim, together, so he is not as prepared to be Mekel as Ramosha. Ramosha, as we just finished saying, is completely Mekel and holds the Gershon as Gaike Cotton, the, the concept of Gershon as Gaike Cotton Shnoil Dummy has nothing to do with the physical lack of desire. He says, and therefore he says that only by Yichud the Rabbonon where there's a situation of Yichud Rabbanon, there he would be more lenient. One of the examples of Yichud Rabbanon he gives is if the people being Mesiachid, there's no one, the woman who's being Mesiachid is not an Eshesish. She's a Pnuya, she's single. In such a situation, the Yichud is only a Yichud Rabbanon. And there he would be lenient, but where it's a question where it could be Yichud Raisop, for example, the woman in question is an Ashish Ish. He's not prepared to be Makel. I did, however, see in the in the Sefer Dvar Halacha, in the Hosophis Chadoshis, in Simon Zayin Sifkotin Yutes, where he quotes Rebel Yashiv. Rebel Yashiv says, Rebel Yashiv obviously follows the same opinion as, as Ramosh the Tzal. Now, Yashu's opinion is that all the halachas, we know that there are differences in halacha by the yichud between a parent and a child versus siblings. A parent and a child, there's absolutely no isi yichud. And they can live permanently together. Brothers and sisters, 
are have a different category as far as Hilchas Yichud. They don't have the full-fledged halacha of Yichud. However, the halacha is that they can't live together in the same home or have live the Yichud on a on a permanent basis, only on a temporary basis. It's a separate kind of uh, sheer what is considered a permanent basis versus a temporary basis. But says Rebunoshev, whatever is the halacha as far as as far as yichud between brothers and sisters will not just apply by brothers and sisters who were both born as Jewish, but also between brothers and sisters who are gayrim. And again, obviously, he's following the concept that Ramosh established that Gershon's guy has nothing to do with a physical situation. And actually, this question comes up in another in other areas of halacha as well. The question is: We know the halacha is that someone who's mesu echov machmas hamila. If somebody's brothers passed away, two older brothers were born and did not survive the bris milah, the halacha is that they should not make a bris for the next child because of the sakana. So the Bnei Soscher in his Sefer, Derek Kudecha, asks, what would be the halacha if there's a child born who's a ger? And his two older, older brothers passed away during the Mila. But since by Gerim we're learning there's a concept of Gershon is Geir, Kikotten, Shinoil Adami. So now the question is does Gershon is Geir, Kikotten, Shinoil Adami also apply to the physical concern? Here is a concern of Sakana. Obviously, that there's a health issue in this family preventing the children from surviving the bris milah. And the Derek Bekudecha says that Gershon's guy, Kakotin Shinoiladami, is a halachic concept, but it's not specifically a physical concept. And therefore, he says that Gershon's guy, Kakotin Shinoiladami, um, doesn't change. That fact, and therefore the concern of Mesa Achamachamsmila certainly continues to exist. And I saw us follow the same from the Sefer Rashis Bikurim in Masechta Bechayris. He says that we're going to learn a Gemara later in our Masechta on the Samacham Abbas. The Rishim Ben Yechoy says that a Giyayris who's less than three years old. If she became a Giyaris less than three years old, she may marry a Kayin. If she only became a Giyaris when she's older than three, then she may not marry a Kayin. And Rashi explains that a girl who's less than three years old, we don't assume since she's so young, was Mazano. So the question is, why does Rashi have to say, says the Rashi Bikurim, a svara, that since, when she, since she was Nizgayer, she converted when she was less than three years old, we could assume that she was never Mizana. 
We could say a much easier Svara, says the Rashi Spikurim. We could say a Svara, the Gershon's Gakikotten Shnoyla dummy, and even if she had relations, it wouldn't make a difference. The answer, he says, is that that isn't a factor, because having relations is a physical reality, and the physical reality is not affected by the concept of Gershon as Gakikotten Shnoyla dummy. Similarly, there's a Shaila in the Shiles of Tshuva's Chelkis Yaakov, Chelik Evan Ezer, Simelamadalad. The halacha is that if a woman was married to two men and they both passed away, then she should not get married a third time unless there are specific circumstances which will be in Mitzvah discussed. They're mentioned um, in Shulchan Aruch, Evan Ezer, Simon, Tess. And the question that comes up is, what would be the halacha if there was a woman who was not Jewish and she was married twice and both her husbands passed away and now she was Ms. Geyer? And the question is, does she have the halacha of a katlonis that she's not allowed to get married a third time? So, he discusses that there are actually in the Gemara two reasons why there is a concept of Katlanus. One is because Maslo Gairim, and one is Mayon Gairim. Mazel Gairim means that she has a Mazel, that she is, causes bad Mazel to her husbands that they should not survive. He says, certainly, if that's the concern, why we don't let a woman get married a third time, that wouldn't make a difference. Certainly, for that we could say, Gershon is Gai and and once she became Jewish, she converted, she's certainly in a different concept of mazel, and therefore she's not going to be considered Katlanus. But he wants to say that even if we'll f- say that Mayan Goyrim, even if we'll say Mayan Goyrim, he's not convinced um, that it's the same here. He says a very interesting Svara. He says a Svara as follows. He says, he quotes a Zoyer. The Zoyer says that shot in Mayan Goyrim is that once a man and a woman have relations that connects them. And that connection could be the cause of the husband dying and that and perhaps, he says, according to the Zoyer, when she was married to her first husband and they had relations, those relations created a bond that nobody else could break. And therefore, if she marries a second husband, that relationship that was created between herself and her first husband prevents the second husband from being able to survive. Certainly we can't say that if the relations were with an Akram. But he, even if we don't take that a Kabbalah, sort of Kabbalah approach, he says, just like, just like we find that the Gemara says 
in Masech the Babakama that a shor hamud l'minoi is ena mud l'enoi minoi. That if somebody, that if an animal is a mood three times to do damage to another animal, it's only for the type of animal that it has this chazaka to do damage. Is it considered a mood? But it's not considered a mood for other animals. Here too, a Jew and a non-Jew are not the same. And therefore, since a Jew and a non-Jew are not the same, we can't compare it. Moreover, he quotes the Gemara in Masech the Shabbos, that the Gemara says, we can't compare the bodies of Jews to the bodies of Akum. Because the Gemara says that Jews, on one hand, have goyim chavu gafayu. What shat chavu gafayu? So the Gemara says, the loy diigi be mitzvahs, they're not concerned about doing mitzvahs. They eat non-kosher food. And therefore, we see that an akum, as far as halach is concerned, is considered an entirely different type of physi- physiology than a Yisrael. And therefore, even if this woman, unfortunately, two of her husbands passed away when she was non-Jewish, that doesn't affect how halachic status, says the Chalkas Yaakov. Certainly if we say mazel goyrim, but it could very much be as well if we say mayim goyrim. There's another interesting question that I thought the Pais can discuss, again around this concept of gershon as gayer, kekotten shenoi The Mach was asked about a Jew who sold his chums to a nochri, on Arab Pesach, the sale was done 100% properly, and on Cholamoy Pesach, this Akum was Mizgayer. And the Akum did not know that he has to get rid of the Chomets. And the, and, the and the Chomets remained in his possession until after Pesach. And we know that Chomets Sha'avalov Pesach has to be disposed. And the question is, is this considered Chomet Sha'avalov HaPesach? The Mekar Baruch, quoting Rabitzel Ponovitcher, says certainly that when it comes to financial issues, ownership of, of property or ownership of assets, the concept of Gershon as Gai Kikotnish is not applicable. And if, a ger own, if somebody owned assets or property, while he was non-Jewish, and then he was misguided, the status of those assets don't change at all. The Mach Nechayim wants to suggest, perhaps not like that. He says, he wants to say a Sfara. He says, the Gemara keeps on using the words, Gershon is Gaya, Kikotin Shinoi and he points out that why did not Chazal say Gershon's Geyer Kenoilad? Why does he? Why did Chazal Kenoilad Michadosh Kenoilad Achshav? Why did Chazal introduce into this concept the word Kikotin? The words Kikotin Shenoilad. So he says perhaps what Chazal were trying to teach us is that just like a cotton doesn't have ownership. 
or doesn't have the ability to make kinyanim. The kinyanim of a ger, everything that a ger owned prior to his gerus, he needs to make a new kinyan to take ownership of those property and assets after his gerus. He says, but the Dr. Chaim himself says that this is a very bechidish, and he's not prepared to say that that is the halacha as far as the nemominus, and it clearly, as we quoted, the concept of the Gershon is guy doesn't seem to have any um, issue, uh, doesn't have any relationship to financial ownership of assets or property.